Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to Brown Sugar Radio. I'm your host, Brown Sugar. Tonight's show is inspired by a post that I was uh, I commented on in one of my um, groups, my spiritual groups that I'm in on Facebook. So thank you all for joining us this evening. Um, I've noticed in, in the spiritual community there is a trend. And the trend is that there are people who have been initiated into Ifa, Voodoo, um, whatever religion. I am not being disrespectful whatsoever. That feel like they have hold the key to spirituality and they know everything. Now, I have toyed back and forth with the ideology of should I initiate or should I not? And I've even um, pulled cards on it. And pretty much I'm a free spirit. Now, I've I've seen many things. I've even seen myself in past lifetimes. So and I say I know who I am. I don't care what anybody else's belief system is. I believe in reincarnation because I've seen myself in several lifetimes, including I've seen myself in slavery times. So with me seeing myself in slavery times, um, I was a priestess. So I don't think that my mission to come back now is to continue to be that. Um, there, I've, I've been there, done that. I tend to start to do um, intuition building. And I feel like a lot of people need to really cleanse themselves off. Um, you can cleanse yourself by simply taking, you know, Going down to the beach and dunking yourself from head to toe, saging yourself off, saying some prayers. I mean, if you want to say the Lord's Prayer or Psalm 23 or whatever, just to cleanse yourself and then start actively working on your chakras. And if you can't, um, if there is nothing else, because you can start from the top down, which is the crown down, the main seven chakras or the bottom up. Now, even speaking of chakras, I was supposed to purchase a book. Because I found this book. It was written sometime in the 90s about the correspondence of the Orishas, the seven main Orishas, and the chakra system. And how each spirit, each Orisha represents a chakra. Now, this is in the group that I... um that was shaming spiritual baths because that's what the post was. It was a post that someone posted about spiritual baths, very beautiful spiritual baths with beautiful flowers, um, rose quartz, amethyst, just gorgeous. And they were saying, oh, this is not a real spiritual bath. This is that and a third. And this is the same exact group that I post that book in. And this is the same person that... Stated something about um, because she thought she knew everything that there is no way that the Orishas corresponded with um, the chakra system. And as I said, the chakra system is um, our our planets in our universe. Our bodies are our own little personal universes. We're our own constellation. We have our own system in there, um, and we need to keep it tuned. Okay, we have to balance them. It will help us remain grounded. It will help us remain secure. It will help us work on our discernment and our trust for ourselves. And especially in this time, I feel like a lot of us, our discernment is off. We are influenced heavily by what we call influencers, the YouTube, the Instagram, the TikTok, the Facebook influencers. We are influenced by them and, and, and they're influenced by people who are more influential than them. 
And I will go into my talk about the election, um, my thoughts on and how I feel. I mean, guys, a lot of you will not like my conversation topic. And I will go into that um, a little bit later on in this show about how spiritual people are. um, The message that I have to say is this. The message that I have to say is this. You are you're here on this planet which means you're a part of this planet which means that a part of your lesson while you're here is learning how to navigate and be successful on this in this realm whatever success is um to to not just be successful but to Do your purpose. And a part of your purpose, whether you want to uh, accept it or not, is learning how to be on this plane. You understand what I'm saying? Learning how to be secure on this plane. And uh, learning how to work on this plane. Escapism, which I notice a lot of people in the spiritual community like to do when it comes down to worldly events because they feel like they're above it. Um... They're not uh, they're not affected by it. They don't have to participate in it. And I feel like that's a very ignorant and dangerous thought process to have, because if you're as spiritual as you say you are, if you're as powerful as you say you are, you have you can influence this world to be exactly what you want. And I feel like a lot of people are afraid of their own power and they're afraid of the amount of work it will take to not only adjust themselves and their family and their environment but to awaken enough people in the masses to influence the greater the the the, the masses to for greater good they're afraid of that they're afraid of that so ooh smoke just came off of one of my candles white smoke so I'll, I'll figure that out but anyways back to the conversation uh, topic of the shaming I like I said I feel like a lot of people who have been initiated tend to shame people who choose not to be initiated and they feel like because you have not been initiated you don't know anything you could have read all the books you could have meditated you could have balanced your chakras to the tenth, to the tenth degree, you don't know anything because you haven't been initiated. You don't go around wearing white with your head wrapped up. You know nothing at all. And I do not like this. You don't have to be initiated in this lifetime if you don't want to. You don't have to be initiated, especially if you are a, a ADOS or a, a native of this land called America. A lot of us were not necessarily initiated, even in voodoo. We have our own culture. And our culture in here is hoodoo. That is our culture. You understand what I'm saying? This is what I'm talking about, learning how to navigate where you are from. It's all nice and good for you to go to Cuba or Africa. And this is coming from someone that is um, also from a Caribbean island. But we can get into how I feel about the Caribbean islands and how they're just your homeland, your mainland, if you're in the Caribbean, is here in the United States of America. You have allowed people to come over here and to change your history up so much that you don't even know where you're originally from. But I implore you all to look up the intra-Caribbean slave trade because there are certain parts of history that have been hidden from us so that you don't know where you're truly from. You don't know where your true homeland is from. I remember I'm going to sidebar this as well. I remember going toe-to-toe with someone on the post because she tried to say that, um... Paulo Mayambe was brought over in the 1500s when the African slaves came. And I was like, pause. 
The first slaves to come over to the West were in the year 1619, I believe it was. And there were only 20 African slaves and they landed in Virginia. If you look at the story of Christopher Columbus, who, in my opinion, is the father of slavery, the father of slavery, he came over here and enslaved the natives and then took them to Spain and everywhere else. That is what started chattel slavery on this time of the world. And it started in the 1500s. So that means between 1500 and something, so-and-so, and, so and, so, and, and 1619, there has been, excuse me, guys, there has been... um Slavery going on, including the intra-Caribbean slave trade, which means they would take slaves from South Carolina, f Georgia area, Virginia. They would come down South Carolina and trade with the uh, Caribbean islands, which would be Jamaica, Bahamas, Cuba, Dominican Republic. They would trade back and forth with America. So please learn something outside of over from Africa. Not to mention that um, I want to say from Africa, it was maybe possibly... 350,000 or less slaves touched down in America. If you look at slave ships in that time, they weren't that big. Now back to hoodoo. So our, a lot of us, that is what we practice. Hoodoo. Hoodoo is very powerful. Hoodoo is very strong. And just like voodoo has its roots in somewhat in Catholicism because of slavery, Hoodoo has most of some of its roots in Christianity. Um, you know how you have Baptists and everything else. You can tell I used to love going to a Baptist church when you see, feel the Holy Spirit come in and descend upon the church and everyone starts catching it and falling out. These are some of the same things that have gone on in those ceremonies. I feel like we don't embrace hoodoo enough. We're so busy trying to rush and be something other than what we are. You live on this land. And as I said, you need to learn how to navigate the land and you need to respect your ancestors and respect what your ancestors have gone through. You cannot skip your grandmother, your great-grandmother, your great-great-grandmother, and want to skip all the way back to one great-great-great-great-grandparent that came from Africa and said, oh, yep, let me go over there and do this and that, that, and the third. And you have not even learned to navigate the, uh, the spirituality of your own land. Now, Outside of that, to try to shame someone because you see that people are taking off and you feel like what they're doing is wrong. And this is where I say when it comes down to discernment, when it comes down to discernment, um, a lot of people receive messages directly from source. These are the very good tarot readers, the psychics, because they're very, they're very good at delivering excellent messages from source. And you know me, I've been taught not to even fear, uh, don't fear persecution, do what you got to do. Okay. And, um, when I'm feeling a little cloudy or whatever, I know it's time to really detox, increase my water intake, meditate a little bit more, get out into nature and really start working on my chakras when I start getting all discombobulated now I say all of that to say this I went and did some research because first and foremost doing the research I knew that the reason that I even touched on the post was specifically for me to do this research to open my mind to another portion of what I am to be doing in my spiritual healing work that I will be providing for myself and others um 
So I'm glad that I did that. But I went on to explain to her that this is how deep the blood is, okay? I have always been raised to take two baths a day. One in the morning when you wake up and one when you before you go to bed. That comes from ancient Egyptian times. Bathing is a very spiritual practice for ancient Egyptians because they strongly believe that cleanliness is next to godliness. So don't believe people tell you ancient Egyptians don't are people that aren't melanated individuals because you can clearly tell that that's false because melanated individuals enjoy being clean while the non-melanated people don't walk outside with no shoes on, come inside and get in the bed or don't wash their legs when they're taking a shower. And do you honestly think that they were the ancient Egyptians who believed in cleanliness? So the ancient Egyptians had many, 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 many different baths. They had head cleansings where they focused on the head. That usually was a cleansing ritual performed um, before death, preparing the person for death and many other things. They had rituals where the babies would get bathed in the Nile River. They had rituals, like I said, even it was spiritual to get up in the morning time and take a bath. And before you go to bed, take a bath. If they didn't have a bathroom or a tub, a lot of people went and took baths in the Nile River you had um and trust and believe like I said we have our own Nile River here in America (laughs) Mississippi River I'm just saying anywho so she kept harping on the one part, which is the head cleansing to make herself appear that she was correct. And I said, you are blatantly ignoring all the many different baths that they used, even baths for healing the skin. Okay. They have many different usage, many different. It was considered a spiritual practice to get up and take a bath in the morning and go before you go to bed, take a bath. That was a spiritual cleansing bath in and of itself. So stop trying to shame people to make it seem like your way is the right way. I am starting to see a chasm being formed in the spiritual community. And then we went on to talk about religiosity or religiousness and religion versus spirituality. And I said, religion is the belief in a higher power like God, Allah source and worshiping them. Spirituality focuses more on the individual and healing themselves and their soul mission, their soul purpose, performing it and, and, and assisting others to find their soul purpose. So boom, you are you went from one religion to the next and and you're just like Christians like to tell condemn people you're doing the same thing but you're using Yoruba or Ifa to do it to condemn people that is not the basis of uh Ifa or Yoruba it's not the basis of that you are not to take what you learn try to use it to control or shame others or to try to make someone else think the way that you think so she obviously kept taking one little part to make herself seem correct and like i said i shared two articles so she went to one article shared one picture to make herself seem right ignored all the rest of the information and said oh i'm right you you're wrong this is that and the third so i said whatever sis you got that because guess what people are hearting and liking my stuff People are heartened and liking my stuff. They're probably clicking on those articles and they're learning more about 
herbal medicines and, and, and herbs and how to heal themselves. Because in ancient Egyptian times, they believed in healing your whole self. This is um, the thing. If, even if you had a mental disability, they would let you struggle a little bit with your sickness or your mental disability because there was a lesson and why you had this mental disability, why this sickness has come upon you. And once you learned the why you got sick, this, this, that, and the third. And modern day medicine is especially um, modern day herbal medicine comes a lot from ancient Egyptian times like um, garlic and onion, uh, acacia seeds, pomegranate, um, cannabis, honey. And you know that wax that they have or the rosin that they use or the rosin wax when you press that is something that comes from ancient Egyptian times they use to pack wounds in the skin. To, to seal it and close as a suture. So it's a lot going, it's, it's a lot when you start to open up and learn about ancient Egyptian times. Um, so, I mean, she even tried to degrade people's spiritual baths and saying, oh, those are just baths for beauty. Uh, they're not really baths for spiritual cleansing and healing. And I, I just had to just shake my head. I said, it's not about whether you do it over your head or your body. It has more so to do with the herbs that you're using. And if you want to include clear quartz or uh, black obsidian or black tourmaline, tourmaline because you want to uh, boost the cleansing power, then it's your, it's, it's you. You understand what I'm saying? It's you. You have to be. First of all, I remember a couple years ago when I joined a group. The group is disbanded now. But it used to be awesome. There was so many people in there. And there was one person that said, there are a lot of people that are knocking on doors, playing with things that they have not been granted permission to do yet. And. It has something to do with your soul's progression plan. Where you are in your soul's progression plan will unlock certain doors or give you certain gifts because you've shown the universe that you've learned this lesson. You're ready for step two, the next step. Um, you're ready for the next role. Uh, this is that in the third. You've shown the universe that so the universe is granting you permission to have this gift or that gift. It's like people who force themselves to astral travel. If you have not been given the permission to astral travel, because I'm going to tell you what, when you have permission to astral travel, you're going to be traveling, baby. You're not going to need any, anything. You're, it's, it's like you can look at words. You know what I'm saying? You can look at words, zone out, and travel to another time period or place. That's what people who have permission to astral travel can do. It doesn't take this whole, because I'm telling you, and I can even get into mothers uh, who are pregnant with children who are very powerful and have spiritual gifts. These are oftentimes the pregnancies where you may um, have some depression or anxiety during your pregnancy. You have postpartum depression or postpartum psychosis afterwards. These are some of those pregnancies that you will deal with through that because I've dealt with that. And when I was pregnant a second time around, those powers were like to the to Mars, baby. They were to the moon, Mars, Jupiter. They were out there. The, I was able to touch into so many things. Bam. 
bam, I was super sensitive. I was super sensitive. I knew it just wasn't the time because the sensitivity that I had, I would have needed to be able to take time off from work to really heal myself. And that's what I'm working towards now. I'm working towards that still being able to be still being able to have security within my family and be there for my son as well as be there for myself and my unborn child by not working. I do not want to be bothered with that. So that's what I'm working on now. And there are a lot of blocks in the way of me being there as a good mother. So, you know, um, another show that I'm going to do is I'm going to, there are a lot of people who don't have insurance and they can't get a therapist. I am not one of them. I can get a therapist. I can get a psychologist. I can get a psychiatrist to help me with my issues. But for those of you who may not be able to, there are tons of books on Amazon. And I was, I was um, given quite a few of them. Um, there are tons of meditations on YouTube until you get to a place where you can get a therapist. Um, there are tons of diet things and, and exercises you can do to try to manage until you are able to get what you need from a therapist. Um, all of these things should be done in conjunction. I am a very strong advocate for therapy before therapy, before you have children therapy after, you know, Grief therapy, marriage counseling, um, parents, even if you have a child already and you're pregnant, both parents going to therapy to talk about their concerns, uh, bringing this new child forth, how they can be the best parent, parenting courses. I am very big on that. That is one of my goals to offer family therapy, marital counts, premarital counseling, um, counseling for the individuals, um, Parenting courses, I believe that therapy should be a part of parenting courses because you will unearth a lot of things that you have gone through in your own childhood. Um, you will find parenting, uh, you and your partner's parenting style. You could come to a conclusion on which parenting style would be best. I shouldn't be saying all this because people like to listen to your podcast and try to, you know, throw throw your dreams under the bus. So, um whatever about that I'm going to end the show here I just don't like that I feel like there is a spiritual place in this planet for everyone everyone is on, are on different parts of their journeys sometimes manifestation and cleansing is as simple as you know you get you some coarse salt and you take it and you uh, bless it and you pray over it you know you pray protection psalms over it you instruct the salt that it is to be used for cleansing and you drop three handfuls of that coarse salt into warm water and you sit and bathe your body from head to toe if you can't get to an ocean Sometimes cleansing is as simple as that. And I'm honestly telling you, that's some of the, that's, that's the most powerful cleansing. Then if you want to get extra fancy, you know, you can incorporate a, a dash of a Florida water in there, you know, really cleansing yourself and making sure that you're not the negativity in the room. And that's another show in and of itself, how people like to, um, Claim that they're being witchcraft worked on. Really simple. It's a car. It's a karmic lesson for you, because you're not learning a lesson. I often tell people, beware of how you treat others, because everyone is not from the class of, oh, I'm not going to take revenge on you. A lot of people are. I'll take revenge on you myself. 
you're not going to get over on me. So try to get yourself to a point where we all have to go through hurt and pain and learn lessons with each other, but it doesn't have to get to the point where it's you are debasing someone else you're stepping on someone else's toes you're harming someone you're trying to harm someone's reputation you are being evil and disgusting to someone you are saying hurtful and disgusting nasty things you are intentionally going out of your way to try to harm this person these are not things that we should be doing because those things can be that's going to come back on you as your karma We must learn how to treat others in the way that we want to be treated. There is no, oh, I could treat you like shit, but then I'm going to get treated like the princess in the castle. But even though I treat you like, no, you treat someone else like shit, you're going to be treated like shit. There's no way you can get around that. None. There is no way that you can go out of your way to try to harm or hurt or threaten someone and then believe that those things can't come out of you. No, I'm of a strong belief system of do unto others as you will have them do unto you. If you want to be disrespectful, rude, this is that and third, well, do unto you. You will also receive disrespect back times 1,000 and you will not be able to remove it. There are too many people who go around saying, oh, I believe in Jesus Christ. But they're around here going out of their way to try to harm or make life harder for others. And think that they can go to church on Sunday and praise his name and get out of all the nasty, disgusting things that they have done to others. You are out of your goddamn mind. You're out of your damn mind. Whatever energy you put out there, you will get it back. So you best make sure you're putting out understanding, love, compassion. Because these are the things that you will want people to have for you. Because you ain't above any type of lesson. Don't let your ego get in the way of you prospering in other ways because you think you owed something that you ain't got to give out like respect i don't give a damn who you are you will not get respect from me if you don't give it to me i will not respect you so um it's bedtime and i got to get up out of here uh Good night, you all. I'll be doing another show talking about um, if you want me to do another show on this, you know, the disrespect. Everyone needs to respect everyone's spiritual beliefs, period. You understand? If you want to do a video showing someone how you do your spiritual bath, then people can take from that and incorporate it into their spiritual practices if they want to but for you to go around and shame what someone else is doing because you think your way is all of that because of some initiation that you've been through because you feel like you've been you're the only one that got the ear to listen to the spirits that's a fear because i just had to explain to somebody i say those spirits don't ever leave your soul see you think because this body goes through the cycle process of being born and growing up and getting old and decrepit and decay and then death that the soul dies no your soul does not die and your spirit team graduates from you so if you've learned a particular lesson then that per that spirit that angel, that ancestor, 
they will move on to somebody else in the family or someone else in the the family, including the soul family, that may need uh, some form of assistance. Because you've got beyond it. They They will be either replaced with another spirit to assist you, or they will not be. But I don't think that these spirits leave you. Until you've learned a lesson, until you've mastered a skill, until you've worked on that purpose of your life. And some other spirit will step in to come help you on your soul's journey. All right, guys. Good night.